The Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers, On the Road Again. Featuring actor, author, playwright, and political commentator Jordan Rhodes on Talk 94.5. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. That's right. He is the author of The Blue Collar Worker. And, oh, sorry. The Blue Collar Actor. And it's available at bookbaby.com. Good morning, Jordan. Good morning, Liz. Good morning, Nick. I, renamed, I actually, I actually like that blue, blue collar worker. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> all right. No, 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 no. First of all, uh, for the boss, because I won't be talking to you tomorrow, I'll talk to you again next Wednesday. I want to wish you a day early happy birthday. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. I can't well, wait for you- everybody to finally meet you one day. One of our well, I, I I hope I hope to get down there and and, and we can do that. Uh, also, let me do this. Uh, a little, I don't know if this is self serving or not. Just want to tell you how much I enjoy being associated with your show. So, oh, uh, thank we'll, you. and if you <clears throat> if you will indulge me for just a moment, sure. Uh, I on the entertainment little segment here, uh, a very dear friend of mine, Tony Rivenbark, who was the executive managing director of Thalian Hall in Wilmington, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Thalian Hall is one of the oldest, if not the oldest, continually operating theater in America. Uh, this theater goes back to people like Edwin Booth, of course, John Moose, Booth's brother, uh, performing there, the Barrymores, really theater royalty. And Tony passed away on Monday. Oh. And I'd just like to give that little bit of respect for him. I had the opportunity when I was doing the Matlock series there in Wilmington, mm-hmm. I met Tony, and I actually did three uh, shows at uh, Thalian Hall. I did Glen Gary, Glen Ross, I did Death of a Salesman, and I did my play, Papa the Man, the Myth, the Legend, and a little more self-serving thing here. I am the only actor that ever did both a live show, Papa the Man, the Myth, the Legend, and then later, years later, when we had filmed the performance and were showing it at some art houses. They had art house showings there like once a week, and my film, Papa, the Man, the Myth, the Legend, also played there. Huh. Uh, followed, yeah, That's so great. it followed us. In. Anyway, wanted to just give that out there for Tony Reibenbart because he was oh. really a terrific guy, and he had that position for like 42 years. Wow. And just did a, did a wonderful job there. Uh, okay, uh, have... Uh, you guys obviously are certainly familiar with Romeo and Juliet. Of course. I, I had my first opportunity. We saw closing night of Romeo and Juliet, the American Theater Ballet, oh. uh, on closing night, which was just a few nights ago. And it's the first time I've ever seen the Romeo and Juliet Ballet. Of course, West Side Story, which was based on Romeo and Juliet, had dialogue and, of course, dancing and music, and quite wonderful. But this is the first time I had ever seen the ballet of Romeo and Juliet, and I was blown away by how well they could do that particular story of William Shakespeare. And and there's no dialogue, it's just ballet. Hmm. But everything, the sword fights and the things between the two families and all of that, it was really quite wonderful. Wow. So so, so that's it. And my on-the-road-again information is that tomorrow I go back up to Connecticut to meet with my producing partner up there, Doug McAward, to try to see if uh, I'm going to meet with my first ever, Liz, my first ever media, social media marketing guy. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, it's necessary in this day and age. 
<laughs> yeah, and it's, it's something I've never done, and we're trying to get that money together to do a backers audition for Papa and some other stuff. It's going to be interesting. So next week, I'll let you guys uh, know if you're interested what what comes out of that. Mm-hmm. So uh, if I now 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 we'll get into what I call the bad stuff. Okay, <laughs> the go stuff ahead. Where, yeah, where, where we're trying to save America. Uh, you know, Newt. I think you had him on just a little while ago, yeah. and he was. He was talking about this. Uh, obviously, right now, Biden is going to do another executive action in this climate emergency. Uh, he's going to he, he, I think he's going to try to get that through. And it's just absolutely unbelievable. He, he wants to bypass Congress because, as you know, they stalled it. The environmental agenda, they stalled that. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't do it. But well, they're, so mad. Of, they're so mad at Joe Manchin. Oh, my gosh. Yes, and 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 he he he's one of the few, if not the only, Democratic. I don't even call him a liberal. He he, he appears to be a true Democrat. Mm-hmm. I I actually really really like that guy. But here's a you you know me. I always have this plethora of useless information. Um, <laughs> Join the club. <laughs> <laughs> so here here here's what's so funny. John Kerry. Well, it's not funny. It's sad and it's tragic. And Nick, you'll appreciate this. John Kerry is going, of course, as we know now, all over the country. He's been he's been on this uh, climate change, environmental thing for years. But here's a very interesting fact: John Kerry's family jet emits over 300 met- metric tons of carbon dioxide since the Biden administration began. <laughs> Wait, Jordan, Jordan, hold on a second. First of all, CO2 is a good thing. Second of all, but he's doing important work for the environment. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, Nick, he certainly is. But just, just to put that in comparison for the people, uh, the average American family, which we're supposed to have a big uh, you know, footprint, but the average American family does 20 metric tons a year. 20 metric tons wow. a year. Yeah. John Kerry's Just family alone. jet has already done over 300 metric tons oh <laughs> of gosh. carbon dioxide. And he's traveling and, He's traveling the world talking about climate change, right? And how we yeah. have to do less of that type of thing, right? I mean, it's incredible. It's He's such a hypocrite. Oh, good lord! It's—I mean, it's just—it's un—it's just—it's just absolutely unbelievable. And this thing they're getting ready to do now uh, to remove the Trump's era tariffs mm-hmm. is just going to increase yeah, America's reliance on China. Yeah, we didn't even get to that yet. There was a lot we didn't get to today. But I mean, we were—we <laughs> were, we were um, hearing about the uh, climate emergency that uh, you know. Um, Biden was getting ready to announce. We heard it was going to be this week and then it changed. And then we heard it's, you know, it's still on the table and, you know, he's going to be doing it. Uh, I don't even know what that's going to mean. But we were speaking to someone who is an expert at this sort of stuff. And this will cause all sorts of lockdowns and restrictions if he calls a climate emergency. It's just going to it'll be horrible. I'm just uh, have my fingers and legs and toes and everything crossed. I hope the country can survive another two and a half years of this guy Mm -hmm. because they are literally destroying America, as we all know and love it. At least all of the conservatives that I know know and love it. Uh, And even some Democrats now that I'm talking to don't seem to have fallen out of love with uh, with this guy who, as far as I'm concerned, is just a cardboard cutout in the White House anyway. 
I don't I don't really know I don't really know who is running this country. Uh, yeah. But uh, it certainly is. It, it's not Joe Biden. I mean, he, the guy can hardly. Uh, and have have you guys heard anything else about this pill thing that was exposed by Tucker Carlson last Thursday? Uh, a pill? Yeah, the pill. In other words, they they actually they had a whistleblower uh-huh. talking about the pills that Jill Biden is giving to Joe whenever he goes out to speak to the public. Oh, no. I didn't hear anything about that. We missed that, and we uh, like to watch him. Huh. I, I'm telling you, you you'll, you'll have to look into it. I've been looking to see if more is going to come up about this, because there's a guy that Tucker Carlson was talking about that he had there that was a whistleblower mm-hmm. who had actually witnessed this in person and says it's been going on forever. Hmm. And his comment was that he said if Biden doesn't get the pills, he's like a small child. So she has to give him the pills or he can't go out and talk to the people. They just don't want to trust him out there by himself with his oh little, gosh. you know, he's got that little card that tells him where he goes yeah. and where he sits and what he says. And I mean, it, it's insane. And I'm amazed that there hasn't been any more publicity about this. It was in a, a few articles in the paper here in New York, but I will, between now and next Wednesday, I'll try to get more information on that and see if I can actually you know, give out some more valid information about this. But uh, Tucker Carlson, uh, he really, he was very, very definite in the fact that they had this data and they had this guy that had actually seen him being given the pills, that he has to take these pills. We don't, we're assuming they're energy pills or something like that, but we don't really know. But they just say that he can't really go out and put two or three words together Mm -hmm. if he doesn't have those pills. Right, right. Interesting. I wouldn't doubt it, to be honest with Mm -hmm. you. Hey, I got a quick question for you, and it's just all I need is a grade. Uh, At F through A, of course, A being the best, so just standard grades. Did you happen to, because you've spent some time in front of the camera, from what I understand. (laughs) <laughs> Kidding. Uh, uh, I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Say that again. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. So he, uh, yesterday they had this this whole staged rally thing where AOC and the squad and a few others, you know, pretended to get arrested and all that. So I want from you an acting grade. Do you think they did a great job of, of acting like they were arrested or would you give them an F? No, I, I have to give them an F. Okay. Uh, but for, for first, first of all, because of the material they were working with. <laughs> so, so they, they they have to get an F for that. I, well, with, with, not with that not to mention, not to mention, AOC is walking like she's handcuffed, and then she forgets that she's supposed to be handcuffed and raises her fist like a fist pump, going, "Yeah, I did it." And it's like, "Oops, I'm supposed to be handcuffed." But you know what's so funny? I can't even believe that those police officers are nice to her. She's always ripping apart the Capitol Police. She was caught uh, on camera. She was saying that. Um, you know, that they were just letting the people in on January 6th. How come no one's investigating right. the Capitol Police? They were complicit. Somebody made a comment about her delicious booty. Her words, not so, mine. Did you hear? Did yeah. you? That that guy's a oh. comedian. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Did you see his video? No. Oh, so he's a comedian and he tries to bring oh, okay. up um, the most uh, ridiculous things. So he was like taking a picture, like a selfie video. With, oh, look, here she comes. Delicious booty AOC. Oh, look at that Latina. You know, he was, oh, yeah. he was doing that. Yep. And then she commented that and they were Capitol Police officers there and nobody stopped him. She thinks everybody wants to sleep with her. Newsflash, sweetheart. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> you know, talking about that, isn't it interesting? I guess you guys have just heard that, uh, to kind of surprise you, that the charges against Colbert's 
television crew that violated the law, by the way, going into the White House when they were not supposed to be in there. To Tell me they were that. dropped. Yeah, the <gasps> charges were dropped. Oh, my God. And they were released? No, oh, yeah. no fines, oh, well, no they, nothing. Yeah, they, 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 they were released before, but now the prosecution, they, they say, no, they're dropping the charges. That's which is really which is really amazing when you think in terms of the January 6th committee that's <laughs> committee the the lynch squad going on there yeah. they want to put one of the guys in jail for 15 years yeah 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 i mean it's well, uh, the difference i don't is, understand but the, but the difference is colbert's people were not wearing mega hats <laughs> <laughs> exactly it's it's i'm telling you this this stuff is just it, it's killing everybody and not again I you probably you guys know before on the show I have said that I'm I'm obviously for American citizens legal citizens that don't have any mental problems that pass all the rules and regulations being armed I think anybody in this country should mm-hmm. be entitled What about this young guy in Indiana in that uh, in that Greenwood Mall who's who how many lives do we know he saved Jeez I know it's because the, the 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 shooter went in there with a rifle and all kinds of ammunition, and he what he shot five people, he killed three, and this young twenty two year old guy, which as far as I'm concerned, uh, all of those police, the four hundred police down there in Vallada, Texas, should uh, first of all I think he should be fired, but seeing all the video now mm-hmm. with those guys, they should have had the guts of this one twenty yeah. two year old yeah. fellow here. Fifteen seconds it took him to respond. It's yeah, amazing. And, and and he he shot and killed a guy and a friend of mine yeah. the other day said good that saves an awful lot of a yeah, you know, trial Bingo. and I hope they don't do anything uh, against him about the fact that uh, that particular shopping mall like many of them mm-hmm. they have a uh, uh, handgun violation you yeah. can't uh, ban you can't ban a gun there which I think just opens up season on the citizens because a person that's going to go in and do some of that kind yeah. of shooting and Absolutely. killing people. He's not going to apply no. to the band. So. Absolutely. That's right. Well, thank you, Jordan Rhodes. On the road again with Jordan Rhodes. You can find his book, The Life of a Blue Collar Actor, on bookbaby.com. We'll talk to you thank next you, week. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, Nick. You have a great birthday tomorrow. Thank okay, boss? Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> okay. See you soon. Bye-bye.